Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. One of my favorite people in the world is Tim Kirchin. You can find him over on ESPN where he breaks down Major League Baseball. He's joining us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Tim, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for joining us today. I want to start with what Tanner just mentioned there in the Sports Center update, and that's Albert Pools and Miguel are going to be a part of the all-star weekend festivities this year. I think this is awesome. I think it's really cool what baseball has done here. What did you think of the commissioner deciding to add them as part of the, the festivities and the new rule that allows him to do so? I, I'm having a little trouble hearing you guys, but I think you asked me about Albert Pujols. At least I hope you did. Yes. Um, I, I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Albert Pujols should be on the all-star team. I love things like this. Baseball is the best game, and the All-Star game is the best All-Star game, and it is a celebration of the game. It's an exhibition game, and I think it's the perfect time to say goodbye to certain players, make sure we understand how great their careers were. So obviously Albert Snott shouldn't be an All-Star when it comes to production, but when it comes to career achievement, he should be on the All-Star team. I love stuff like that, and I think the game will be better for it. Well, Tim, speaking of Cardinals players that have had the production this season and deserve to be All-Stars, it seems like there's a handful of them, one that we know for sure in Paul Goldschmidt, but do you feel like there's any other Cardinals players that deserve to be All-Stars? Well, Nolan Arenado needs to be on the All-Star team. He and Manny Machado have been the best third baseman in the league this year, so I don't think there's any doubt uh, Arenado will be and should be on the All-Star team. The last time I looked, Tommy Edmond was leading the league in war, which is an interesting statistic to say the least, but given his defense, given his base running, given his baseball acumen, given his durability, I think he should be on the All-Star team also. Uh, Miles Michaelis makes a pretty good case uh, there are a lot of great starting pitchers out there in the National League. And Ryan Helsley's had an unbelievable year out of the bullpen, uh, as have a few other relievers, you know, Edwin Diaz and Devin Williams and Josh Hader. But I think the Cardinals have three, four, maybe five guys that are certainly deserving of the All-Star game. I think they will, they will be re- well represented. 
Tim, we just saw the Cardinals lose three out of four in Atlanta against the Braves, and that's another team that's probably going to have three, four, maybe five all-stars on it. They are a really impressive team now that they've gotten healthy again. And last night, we got to see two of their rookies uh, really take center stage. Spencer Strider, their, their young starter, struck out the first nine batters or struck out got nine outs on strikeouts in the first three innings of that game can you give our listeners a little context on who this guy is where he came from and just how impressive his stuff has been so far for atlanta well he throws 100 miles an hour <laughs> and he's not very big and he's not very tall and i love the fact that he has this beautiful short arm delivery and the ball just flies out of his hand. He is the only rookie pitcher since 1900 to have consecutive starts with at least 11 strikeouts and two hits or fewer allowed. The only rookie ever to do that in consecutive starts. He came up as a reliever with the Braves. They wanted to see what he had. We saw him on opening night against the Reds, and I did the game, and I just kept going, whoa, Look at this guy. I had heard of him, of course, but that was really my first extended look at him. He was overpowering on opening night. He's, he was overpowering last night. He's the rookie of the year in the National League right, right now for me. So, Tim, speaking of pitching, it's the area that every Cardinals fan is probably bashing their head against a concrete wall over and over because they know that they need pitching, but when it comes down to it, the only pitchers that seem to be available and realistic are in the NL Central, and that's not happening. So where do the Cardinals go in the next couple of weeks? Well, I'm not positive that that's not happening. For instance, um, you know, the Reds have to move Casio. He's too good of a pitcher to be stuck on a team that is rebuilding. And I think Cardinals should go after him. And I think the Reds will deal him if, and they'll deal him to the Cardinals, but only if the deal is good for the Reds. They're not going to just trade him away unless they get absolute certainty in return. Now, will the Cardinals give up enough to get him? I think, that's an interesting question. Um, I don't think there's any doubt at the trade deadline. You don't want to trade in your division, but you got to get better. And if you want to win like the Cardinals do, you're going to have to deal with that also. So it should be a fascinating situation what happens with Castillo to begin with. After that, a lot of other pitchers out there might be available. The question is, how many of them are difference makers? Is Frankie Montas a difference maker for the A's. He had good news on his shoulder. It's just inflammation, nothing more. He could really help the Cardinals. I think it's clear, though, if the Cardinals want to get to the World Series, they're going to have to go get a front-line starting pitcher, and it's going to be tough to do, but they're going to have to try. Tim, I, I remember last year the Rays made a trade that was surprising to many where they dealt as a contender – Rich Hill away and they did so because they felt they had uh, enough in their rotation to be able to take that on and they could build elsewhere as a result of that and they're always looking for the next prospect that can come up for them are there any teams in your mind and I'm thinking specifically of maybe the Rays or maybe more specifically the Padres are there any teams though in your mind that have that depth in their rotation that maybe they decide to pull one of those starters out to be able to get a major league ready hitter that the Cardinals might be able to offer them? 
Um, it, I don't think that's going to happen. I think, given how many pitchers get hurt these days, that no team, not the Padres, not the Dodgers, not even the Yankees, have enough starting pitching at the moment. I think they're all looking to add starting pitchers as opposed to subtracting. And yes, all sorts of teams could use another hitter because the league batting average is at like 240, <laughs> and everyone could use another hitter. But I don't think you give up a frontline starting pitcher or even a you know a four starter these days in a playoff race because you're going to need those guys down the stretch. And with the expanded playoffs, you're going to need them in October also. So I don't see any contender trading a frontline pitcher to get a hitter. Tim, what do you think the Angels are going to do? They're seven games out of the wild card right now, and they've got like seven teams between them and the wild card spot. Are they a team that, based on this trajectory, are likely to sell as we get closer to the deadline? Uh, they they probably should, but they're the Angels. They have deeply disappointed a lot of uh, fans here recently, and they have the arguably the two best players in baseball on their team. So they can't give up like some other teams do and say we're rebuilding when Shohei Otani is a free agent after 2023. You have to try whatever it takes to make the playoffs. Even if it might not be the smartest idea, you need to show everyone we're not giving up on this year, and I don't think they should. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but Perry Manassian's a young general manager, and I just don't think he has any interest in saying I got Trout and Otani, and we're gonna we're gonna trade other good players away and start to rebuild for the future. The future almost has to be now for the Angels. But if they're say ten games out in the middle of July, and or that's really close to now, they're gonna have to make a more difficult decision. Do, do you think there's any chance that Syndergaard could be a guy that if they get to that point, Tim, that the Cardinals could look at? Well, sure. If Syndergaard's in a slightly different position because, you know, he's a one-year contract guy, and yes, the Cardinals would love to have him. But I repeat, if he's throwing well and they have a chance to make the playoffs, I think they have to hold on to their best veteran players, the guys that can help them win, because it's difficult to give up on anything when you hear the Angels with the kind of baggage they're carrying around. Final trade question that I've got for Tim Kirkshin is joining us for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN is about the Giants because I, I still think they're a really good team, Tim, but they have really struggled lately. They are 4-13 and 13 in their last 17 games. I wouldn't think of them as being a seller given the fact that they're only two games back of the wild card, but if this trend continues and they continue falling down in the National League standings, is that something you think they will consider this year? Uh, I don't. I think when you win 107 games last year and you're within shooting range of the playoffs, you have to you have to try to make the playoffs. Um, but again, if they say instead of being two out of the wild card, they're eight out of the wild card three weeks from now when the trade deadline hits, Yes, they're going to have to change course. But, again, this is where GMs earn all their money. Are we in or are we out? It's difficult to trade a young player to bring in a rental to try to help you. It's even more difficult to say, 
we're not going for this. We're we're gonna we're gonna start to unload. That's really hard too, especially when you're the Giants coming from last year. Tim, I want to go back to something you mentioned a little bit ago, just with the Cardinals and this trade route, and you know, have if they look to make the trade to put them in the conversation as a World Series contender. Do you feel like one trade at this deadline to acquire a pitcher in your rotation could put this Cardinals team in the World Series conversation? Um, well, let's say they were to get Castillo or a healthy Frankie Montas. I'm not saying that those guys are enough. I think the Cardinals can play a lot better than they're playing right now. They should be better than five games over 500. And yes, a frontline quality starting pitcher, I think, can put them in the discussion. But let's be clear, Dodgers are really good, and so are the Padres. And the Brewers have gotten hot again, and the Braves are great right now. And the Mets, if they get DeGrom back, are really good. So maybe... If the Cardinals don't do anything, I think they make the playoffs, but they might be the sixth best team going into the playoffs in the National League, and that would, I would find it hard to make them a World Series contender if they don't do something at the deadline. Tim, you love this game as much as anybody that I've ever come across. What's something that's captured your imagination around the league this year that you're just you're fascinated by? Well, I'm fascinated by so much stuff, but. I know this is obvious, but Shohei Otani keeps doing this. Nobody's done this, and now he's done it for two years in a row. I mean, he, no one, no one's ever had an eight RBI game and a thirteen strikeout game in their careers, and he did it in back-to-back games. Babe Ruth never drove in eight runs in a game. Lefty Grove never struck out thirteen in a game, and Otani did that. On back-to-back days, I just hope we're not taking for granted what we're watching every day because I don't think we're ever going to see this again. Is he the AL MVP right now over Aaron Judge? Uh, I think it's got to be Judge at the moment just because I still put value on did you help your team win? And I think Judge is the biggest reason that the Yankees have won 60 games already. But I never make up my mind on the MVP at the All-Star break, so I'm going to say Judge is the MVP at the moment. But if Otani keeps this up, I could see him winning, and it would be difficult to argue with that. Tim, it's always great to catch up. Thank you so much for the time this morning. We wish you all the best. Enjoy yourself as we head into the All-Star break, and hopefully we'll talk with you again soon. Okay, my pleasure. Thank you. Searching for the perfect gift idea for that hard-to-buy person on your list? The Allbirds Wool Runner is a natural fit. The Wool Runner is super cozy, super comfy, and super giftable. It's made with ZQ-certified merino wool, a naturally cozy material that offers next-level comfort and a lower environmental impact. The cushioned midsole and versatile design offer all-day comfort in a classic style you can wear every day, even in a winter wonderland. And its fully machine-washable construction makes it easy to keep your shoes looking like new. Allbirds shows off the Wool Runner's carbon footprint right on the shoe so you can see the difference for yourself. On top of that, they actually offset that carbon footprint to zero, making the Wool Runner completely carbon neutral, so you can stay cozy and tread lighter on the planet. This holiday season, give tidings for comfort and coziness with the Allbirds Wool Runner. Discover your perfect pair at Allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. 
Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.